What is up, everybody? Uh, Today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about basically one of my favorite things ever. Um, So I've been studying on faith recently, actually, but I was was thinking about doing a podcast on that. But then I, I, I decided to talk about something else instead, because, you know, the Bible says that Speaking of faith, it says that the just shall live by faith. And so really, before you can even dive into understanding a life of faith, I'm talking about like, you know, operating in a high level of faith. Before you really enter into that, you have to have a very, very strong foundational revelation of what it means to be just. The just shall live by faith. So understanding what does it mean that you're justified? Because really, like, until that becomes a revelation to you, you know, you may have heard someone tell you, you know, that Jesus forgave your sins or, you know, whatever. But really, when it hits you, like I'm talking like a lightning bolt from heaven that you are forgiven, that you've been justified, I am telling you, you will become a different type of Christian. Nobody's got to encourage you to praise heart. Let me tell you, when I when this revelation hit me, I mean, I, I praise like 10 times harder than I used to because I mean, it's like, it's the greatest news ever. And so really, before before you d- dive into like the deep things about faith, it's so important to get that foundational revelation on the fact that we've been justified. So that's why that's kind of what I want to talk about today. And so I'm going to read this scripture in Romans chapter 3. Many of us know this this verse in Romans 3:23. It says for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So, you know, Paul is painting a picture here that we are all in this hopeless state. We've all fallen short and there's not one person that was able to measure up to the standards of the law. You know, God, the Bible says that the law was given through Moses, but grace came through Jesus Christ. So, God gave the law through Moses, but grace himself came on the scene when Jesus Christ stepped onto this earth. And so, you know, understand that no person could ever have measured up to the demands of the law. Every single person had fallen short. The Bible says, you know, even in Isaiah 59, all people were walking in darkness with no way out until Jesus Christ showed up on the scene. And so the next verse in Romans 3.24, it says, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And so, you know, when that scripture becomes a rhema revelation to you, let me tell you right now, that scripture right there will set you free. When that scripture becomes alive to you, guilt, shame, condemnation has lost your address. Let me tell you right now, when that scripture hit me, it was like... I honestly, it just, you want to shout, you want to run around your room, you want to dance because it's like, you understand that there's nothing you could have ever done to be good enough to measure up. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're in this hope, he's painting a picture of like every man is in this hopeless state. But then when Jesus came, when he died, when he rose again, it says, you were justified freely by his grace, by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And so, you know, on the last podcast, I talked about redemption. What does it mean to be redeemed? Well, it means that I've been 
been delivered from the kingdom of darkness where the curse was. I've been delivered out of that domain and I've been translated into the blessing of God. I've been translated into the kingdom of the son of God. I've been translated into the kingdom of light. Darkness has lost its hold on me. God has lifted me up from out of that. And so when you understand that, it says you're justified freely by his grace through that redemption. So it came to you through redemption. When you were redeemed, you were justified freely, freely, freely. You were justified freely by his grace. And so being justified is the same thing as saying that you're righteous. So being justified means that you have a perfect right standing with God, that you have total peace with God, that God is not judging you for your sin. God does not see your your failure, your shortcomings. That means that you before God are in utter perfection. That means that, you know, you're righteous, you're just before God. And so those two words are interchangeable. So when, you know, when you read the Bible and it says that you're just, it's the same thing as saying you're righteous. I have a perfect right standing with God. And so understand this too, that, you know, in Romans four, really the whole book of Romans is so powerful to study on righteousness, on justification. Um, you know, so in, in Romans four, verse five, this scripture, I mean, is, is so powerful. It says that to the one who not working by the law, but believes fully in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith will be credited to him as righteousness. So what I want to focus here on is that phrase that says him who justifies the ungodly. Him that justifies the ungodly. It does not say that God justifies those who are godly. Okay, so a lot of people get it backwards. You're, they they want to be, they want to try and be godly or try and be a good person before they they feel like they're justified before God. But understand that God does not work like that. It totally, and that's why the gospel of grace is an offense to the human mind because man always wants to do something. Man always wants a part to play. That is human pride. That is human pride. But the Bible says, you know, even at the end of Romans chapter three, it says what becomes of our pride and our boasting? It's excluded on what principle? Because it has nothing to do with your good deeds, but it's all about faith. So understand that apart from your deeds, apart from your efforts, you're justified by your faith. And so that's why people hate the gospel of grace. They're like, oh, you're that hyper grace person. It's like, yeah, the gospel is actually hyper grace. It's it's obnoxious amount of grace. The Bible says that the, the grace of God hyper parisio, super abounds. So, you know, yes, hyper grace. How can you have too much of God's grace? I don't know. But anyways, so so basically the Bible says, you know, like he justifies the ungodly. And so, you know, even as I'm recording, I'm recording this on a Saturday. So last night, if you, you know, go to Victory Church here in New Orleans, I know I have a lot of Victory listeners. Um, you know, it's just at Beyond the Grave last night and really just it never gets old. Seeing souls come into the kingdom of God never gets old. You know, those massive altar calls. And when you see those people up there, just to just to have an understanding that in one moment of time, all of their sin is canceled out. When they confess Jesus as Lord and Savior, God justifies them freely by his grace. Justified freely by his grace. Justified freely by his grace. That means every sin, every failure, every mistake 
totally canceled out by the blood of Jesus and by his grace in one moment of time. It please it pleases God to justify the ungodly, which is totally unthinkable to the human mind. How is God going to justify an ungodly person? That's just the way that's the that's the riches, the free riches of his grace that he would justify the ungodly. And once you're justified and you receive a new nature, then you will become godly. That's people. And when you try to do it backwards, it doesn't work because the Bible says, unless the Lord builds the house, them that labor, labor in vain who build it. So you can try to clean up your own life. You can try to live holy and all do kind of X, Y, Z. People try to be, oh, you just try to be a good person. But let me tell you, only what is done by the work of the Holy Spirit will last. You know, you see people, they they try to, you know, be a good person. They're doing good for a little while, then they fall away. They're doing good for a little while. They fall back. They they mess up again. But really, you have to understand that you, by your own efforts, you cannot make yourself godly. You have to come to God, surrender yourself. And when you understand that you're justified, and you allow the Lord to do the work in you, he will make you godly. He will mold you more and more into the image of Christ. And so I wanted to read this other scripture too about justification. This will just, this will just, I mean, this scripture right here, meditate on this scripture. You know, if you can just pick one scripture, meditate on it all day. This one is a great one. Romans 4, 25. Speaking of Jesus, it says, who was delivered up to die because of our offenses and he was raised because of our justification okay so let that sink in he was delivered up because of my offenses but he was raised because i was justified jesus christ was resurrected because i was already justified so the fact that jesus christ is alive the fact that he is alive it is living proof that my sins are forgiven. The fact that Jesus is alive is living proof that I am justified before God Almighty, that there is not one sin that stands between me and Almighty God. There's not one failure. There's not one mistake that is standing between me and Almighty God because he was raised because I was justified. When Jesus Christ raised up from the dead, the sin problem was taken care of. The sin problem is no longer a problem. When Jesus was raised up, that means that sin was taken care of. The Bible says that when he was resurrected, righteousness came upon all men. And all that's waiting for you is everyone to take it. It's already been provided for. When Jesus died, justification, righteousness as a free gift has been provided for all men. And so God is just waiting for us to take it. So that means that, man, when you think about Man, this Easter, I hope that you have a fresh revelation of this on Easter. When you think about the fact that Jesus raised up from the dead, that he's resurrected, that means that I am justified. Woo! That means I am justified apart from my actions, apart from what I do, apart from my deeds, apart from my efforts to be holy, apart from all of that, I am justified before God and no one and nothing can take that away from me because Christ lives. And as long as he lives, I am saved to the uttermost, completely, finally, and for all time. The fact that Jesus Christ is alive guarantees the fact that I am justified, that I am righteous, that there is no sin that stands between me and God. And so this other scripture is so good too. Romans 4 verse 8. 
it's David. It's um, he actually is is quoting the psalmist David, who was prophesying about the Messiah that was to come. And so, so David said in Romans four seven, it says, "Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man." We talked about the blessing on the last one. So blessed is the man to whom the Lord shall not impute sin. So another version says, blessed is the person whose sin the Lord will take no account nor reckon it against him. The Lord, when you receive Jesus Christ through faith, the Lord takes no account of your sin anymore. Understand that the Bible says that the Lord shall not impute sin to those who believe on Jesus. And so in the Greek, if you look that up in that scripture, Romans 4, 8, where it says he shall not impute sin, that word not is like the strongest. It's like a never, 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 never like a, it's like a very strong negative word in the Greek. And so that means that when you are justified freely, by his grace. That means that I have a guarantee. I have a guarantee that the Lord is never, ever, ever, ever going to impute my sin on me because he already imputed all my sin to Jesus on the cross. So what happened at the cross was the Bible says that Jesus, who knew no sin, he never committed sin, but he became sin with my sin. It was, he took my sin. God imputed all of my sin to Jesus at the cross and he judged sin in the flesh. He, he poured out his wrath against my sin. So my sin has already been judged. Therefore, I have a confidence that the Lord will never impute my sin to me because God can't judge the same sin twice. You can mark that down. God is not going to judge my sin twice. Jesus bore the wrath of God in my place. Jesus took the judgment for my sin. Therefore, I'm not going to be judged for my sin. The Bible says right here, the blessed is the man to whom the Lord shall not impute sin. My sin is no longer imputed to me. I'll tell you what's imputed to me. The Bible says that the righteousness of God has been imputed to me. When I gave my life to Jesus, his righteousness was imputed to me. That's awesome. And so another verse says, Romans 5, 9, it says much more having been justified by Christ's blood, how much more certain is it that we will be saved by him from the wrath of God? So understand that when you're justified, you now are never, ever going to face the wrath of God. And you know, that's why it's so powerful even to like read some of the stuff in the Old Testament. Understand that the wrath of God is a real thing. And that that is what you deserve. Understand that that's where you were headed. You were headed straight for the wrath of God. You were headed straight for hell until Jesus Christ stepped on the scene and he justified you freely by his grace through the redemption that we have in his blood. So that's what that scripture is so awesome. So it says, since I'm justified by his blood, how much more certain is it that I'm now, I'm also saved from the wrath of God. God's not angry with me. When that becomes a revelation to you, that means, shoot, man, all my prayers are going to get answered. Everything I'm believing God for is about to happen. You know, that's why faith becomes so easy when this becomes real to you. A lot of people, they subconsciously almost feel like God's angry with them or God is like judging their sins or like judging, you know, even if you may not necessarily think that up front, a lot of people have a subconscious like thing where they feel sin conscious. They feel like, 
they feel like they don't have that boldness to come before God and expect God to do these things in their life because they think that God is still measuring them by their performance. But when it becomes a reality to you that God is measuring me by Christ's perfection, that's when you enter into a realm of faith that's like, shoot, man, I... Everything I pray for is going to happen. Why? Because I'm justified. I can't get any more justified. No matter how holy you are, we're all just, the day you're born again, you're justified. You can't get more or less justified. And so understand that God answers your prayers based on your justification, based on the fact that, man, when I say in Jesus name, when you use the name of Jesus, God remembers Hey, all that person's sin has already been taken care of at the cross. My son Jesus paid a price for them to be just, for them to stand in my presence with boldness. And that guarantees answers to your prayers. That guarantees, man, that's what the Bible says, that the just live by faith. So you receive your justification by faith. And so now that you are just, now that you're righteous, you now should that should give you even more faith. The fact that I'm just means that I can have faith for anything. There's no longer any anything hindering my faith, anything hindering me from walking in the blessing of God. All my sin is taken care of. All that's been canceled. All my sin was imputed to Christ. So now I'm I'm walking in freedom. And you know that's another scripture in Romans 8 says that the law of the spirit of life. Woo, this scripture gets me. The law of the spirit of life that is in Christ Jesus has freed me, past tense, past tense, has freed me from the law of sin and death. Oh, hallelujah. So when you're born again, the Bible says that you are recreated in Christ. Okay, so the you that was like the old you died and God recreated you inside of Christ. And the law that's inside of Christ is the law of the spirit of life. It's a law that confers life. It's not the ministry of condemnation. It's not the ministry of death. It's not a law that, that, um, that condemns you. It's actually a law that confers life. So the Bible says, the law of the spirit of life that is in Christ has freed me, has made me free from the law of sin and death. I'm no longer under the law of sin and death. I'm no longer under the law that condemns. I'm no under the law that brings death. Therefore, the, that, that the fact that God is conferring life to me means that the power of sin is broken. You don't have to struggle with sin anymore. When this becomes a reality to you, it's like, Living holy is easy because really you understand that sin's power is broken. Sin's power is broken. Sin's power has been broken. If you're born again, the law of the spirit of life that is in Christ is so much more powerful than that old law that I was under. The law of the spirit of life that is in Christ has freed me, has freed me, has freed me, past tense, from the law of sin and death and everything that comes with sin and death. So not only are you free from sin, but you know, we talked about on the last podcast, the curse, everything that comes with sin is the curse. The curse comes through sin. So all mankind is under the curse until they're redeemed out by the blood of Jesus. So understand that the, the, the law of sin and death, everything that comes with that sickness, anxiety, fear, the whole nine yards, everything in the curse, 
I am free from that because I'm not even under that law anymore. The me that was under the law of sin and death actually died. And I've been recreated in Christ where there's a new law. It's the law of the spirit of life. And this law confers life and it confers righteousness. And so you can go and read about that in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. It talks about the difference between those two laws. And it's so powerful when you understand how, how can I live in condemnation when I'm not even under the ministry of condemnation anymore? That ministry has ended. I'm now under the ministry of life. I'm under the spirit of life. So the law that we're living under confers life that makes you holy. We're not even living under that old system anymore. And the Bible says, if that old system, the law, if that had glory, so much glory that Moses's face was shining, he had to put a veil over it. People couldn't even look at his face. If that ministry had glory, how much more glory, how much more glory does this ministry have that we're under that confers life and confers righteousness? Oh man, it's just so good. So, you know, those are just some of the main pillars. You know, I encourage you to go study the book of Romans, like what I was just talking about, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, getting a revelation from God of what it means to be justified is the foundation for your faith. So, you know, maybe I'll do a podcast next time on on faith, but really, you know, I would encourage you to press in, in reading your Bible until one of those scriptures hits you like a light, light, lightning strike from heaven. And when it hits you, man, it will free you from every kind of condemnation, every kind of sin. And so, you know, I just encourage you with that to remember that that the just are justified by their faith and that that justification will lead you to walk in in even more faith and understand that when that when you know that you're justified, you know that God is with you, God is for you, and when God is for you, nothing can ever come against you in Jesus name. Hey guys, this is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.